I'm Pam Blevins-Hinkle, director of the Spirit and Place Festival, which runs from November 6th through November 15th. The festival began in 1996, and this year we are once again pleased to join WFYI in presenting this series of essays on the Spirit and Place 20th anniversary theme of Dream. Here's an essay by Cindy Booth, Executive Director of Child Advocates. What do you like about being white? What do you like about being black? Questions that one does not often hear, and one was a question that I had to answer in my first Undoing Racism workshop. As Executive Director at Child Advocates, the CASA, or Court-Appointed Special Advocate Agency, representing 5,000 Indianapolis children who have been abused and or neglected, I believe that every child's story should be told. When I realized the percentage of children of color in the child welfare system in Indianapolis was nearly twice the percentage the children represented in our general population, I knew race and racism were important topics for child advocates and for our child welfare system. If I say child advocates is the voice of those children, I and other leaders at child advocates had to do what we could to review and address disproportionality of the children for whom we advocate. But the challenge was how to talk about race. Some of us have been raised to be colorblind. Many of us believe we are good people living in a fair society. How do we bridge the gap between those who face racism every day and those who do not? We soon encountered the reputation and work of the People's Institute for Survival and Beyond in New Orleans. Their Undoing Racism workshops explore race and racism in the institutions and systems that affect our children and families. In 2010, we brought the first Undoing Racism workshop to the Indianapolis Child Welfare System. My first aha moment came when a family case manager who was African American told the group that she talked about race in her cases every day. She then said she talked about race every night with her children, including her teenage son. I remember thinking, well, I don't, because I don't have to. On a very simple and practical job of mothering, she, as an African-American mother, had to instruct her son on an appropriate way to respond during traffic stops, something I had never had to do with my sons. It underscored privilege to me. On a deeper level, the workshop gave me a definition of racism that separated out individual acts of meanness and bigotry to focus on systemic institutional effects of racism. Such institutionalized racism is almost reflexive in nature. So as Joyce James says, before going to a house in a certain zip code, white and black case managers put a car seat in the car because they assume they will need to remove a child. In the workshops, when we analyze who has power in communities, who is a gatekeeper, and how do we serve people, all of the questions and answers lead to race and poverty. Do we ever ask ourselves, why are people poor? And do we respond with personal judgments or respond with a focused lens? That includes a review of institutions and socialization of our attitudes on race. When I answered the question, what do I like about being white, by saying, I like the benefit of the doubt, I named the privilege that was given to me because I am white. When we at Child Advocates agree to undo racism with a common definition of racism and a shared language to safely discuss issues of race and racism, then we can accurately tell every child's story. That's Cindy Booth, Executive Director of Child Advocates. You can read this essay on the Spirit and Place blog and hear more stories about Dream during All Things Considered through November 6th. Visit spiritandplace.org for more information on 30 festival events through November 15 that explore how dreams shape our individual and community life. I'm Pam Blevins-Hinkle.